We on the mic with Bless Dre, y'all. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome back to the Glass Ceiling. I am your host, obviously Blessed Dre. It's an honor, privilege, and another honor to be here. Go ahead, cut that, DJ. Love it here, love it here, love it here, and welcome back to the Glass Ceiling, of course. We made it through another week, people. We made it through another week. Go ahead and give yourselves a pat on the back, because I damn sure just did. Let's get into it, obviously. Let's get into it. I got my boy Jacob coming on to the show later. Introduce him, obviously. He's a little goat himself. I'll let, tell him, let him tell you a little something about himself later. But anyway, let's get into it. News in the sports world this week. Obviously, we have the NFL draft. Obviously, I'm gonna, we're going to evaluate that the hell out of that in NFL talk. We're going to evaluate the hell out of that. Obviously, we're going to have Jacob go back and forth pick his brain on that, because I obviously have a few thoughts, and I'm going to hold off on it, I'm going to hold off, I'm not even going to, you know, give off, give away anything, but why the hell did Malik Willis get drafted in the third round, I'll just leave it at that, anyway, trades, obviously, during the draft, hella trades during the draft, teams drafting back, drafting up, what have you, um, Hollywood Brown, why the hell? Did the Ravens do that to Lamar Jackson? I don't know, but hell, Kyler Murray's happy. I know that. Got himself a very, very productive slot guy. At least last year, at least we know how he was productive. Kyler Murray got his slot guy to replace Christian Kirk. Don't get me started on his overpaid ass. But anyway, A.J. Brown, he's flying happy as hell as an eagle. And the Philadelphia Eagles, believe it or not, have given Jalen Hurts everything he needs to win a Super Bowl. Damn it, I didn't think it would be this early in his career. Thought he would be, you know, sticking around for a little bit, you know, still the face of the franchise. You know I love Jalen Hurts, but they basically took a page out of the Miami Dolphins playbook and said, hey, we're going to give you everything you need. Now show us you're the guy. Let's see what happens. Anyway, A.J. Brown is flying high. Fly, Eagles, fly. The NBA. The NBA playoffs, you know we love it. You know we love it. In the West, obviously, we saw the Pelicans, the Jazz, and the Timberwolves and the Nuggets getting eliminated. I told you about the Jazz. It's almost like we heard this here before. A great regular season team, but when the playoffs come, we know what time it is. A first-round exit. We already knew what time it was. It's like you heard that before somewhere. I don't know this show. I don't know. The East, obviously, we saw the Raptors, the Bulls. The Hawks and the Nets get eliminated. Brooklyn, you haven't escaped my wrath. 
Just know in NBA talk, it is your ass. But for now, but for now, we'll take a little 30-second break. Jaco is on the way, people. Jaco is in the building. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. California dreaming, of course, though. back we're back we're back i love it here i love it here i love it here damn it go ahead cut that dj go ahead cut that you know what time it is you know what time it is and if you don't i'm glad to tell you go ahead and bring it in nfl talk nfl talk nfl talk cut it Love it here, love it here, love it here. And you know who else is happy to be here? Jacob, Mr. Jacob Gowan. Jacob, let him know how you're doing. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, happy to be here. Sir. Yes, sir. You guys probably wonder why you say Jacob? Because he's half man, half goat, damn it. No explanation needed. Damn. So, Jacob, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Obviously, we saw the NFL draft. I have a lot, a lot of thoughts, Jacob, but I'm going to let you lead this one off. Biggest shocker as we leave the draft this week. Biggest shocker for you. Now, my first thing I wrote down here, my first biggest shocker, mm-hmm. and I was trying to be nice, so I have a real one. First <laughs> thing that came to mind, written here in ink, says the Jets did not fuck up this They draft. didn't fuck it up. I'm telling you. You're getting ahead of me. I'm telling you, you're getting ahead of me, but you're right. They didn't fuck it up. The Jets uh, put together a nice class. I did. I'm not a big believer in Zach Wilson, but you can't say that they aren't giving him every chance to succeed. Every single chance. Whether or not Zach Wilson is the future, he has a fucking team around him. At least they'll be set, regardless. they grabbed Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Yes, sir. I mean, that man's got speed. He's got size. He Leaping. played in an offense. He played in an offense that was very similar to what New York's running right now. They grabbed, in my opinion, the best running back out of the draft in Brees Hall, mm-hmm. Iowa State. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into steals, I know. But Jermaine Johnson at 26, that man had top 10 potential. You're not wrong. And I got a better even, steal. And we're not for even you. talking about the sauce. We're not, not even talking about the sauce. Hey, you're getting ahead of me, Jacob. You have to <laughs> like, listen, listen, you get ahead of me. I'll look, leave some for you. I'll listen, leave some for you. Listen, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But personally, the biggest shocker leaving this draft, how can it not be Malik Willis dropping all the way to the third round? I'm going to tell Our you man. why, Jacob. I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because no one is going to sit here in front of me, Jacob, and tell me. Pickett, or Pinkett, uh, Kenny Pinkett. Oh, is eight and a half, Ken, uh, eight and a half inch yeah, Kenny. Little baby hands is better, <laughs> is definitively, sorry, better than Malik Willis. You're not going to sit here and tell me that. 
And anyone who's going to try is literally going to sit here and tell me, oh, he came from a small school. But Do you not know that Malik Willis started his career at Auburn? Granted, as an Auburn fan, I'm literally telling you I wish he stayed because we somehow thought Bo Nix was the second coming of God. Bo Nix was having fun, DeAndre. The, uh, yeah, huh, some of us. But anyway, <laughs> the, that's what's funny about it. But the fact that he goes to Liberty, people chuckle. But the fact that he go, he played against Syracuse and beat them twice, people just sneeze at it. The year 2020, he beats Vautech at Vautech. People sneeze at it. He's putting up damn near the same numbers as Pink, Kenny Pinkett, but yet he's 50 or so picks worse than him. Imagine. People Imagine. want to talk on Liberty, you know, being a lower level FBS program because they're independent. They forget Notre Dame's an independent. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not they're not playing the MAC conference or even like a Pac-12 conference like we're seeing with, you know, you got a couple teams at the top and they're not competing. But exactly. they're they're scheduling high level opponents. They were facing off against Coastal Carolina when they were in the top 15. You know, I mean, this man's putting up numbers. <laughs> And, the, and, and and this is my my biggest shocker. We can link it in right here. Right. He was sitting right there for Seattle, and Seattle did not take a quarterback. Hey, and Drew Locke we trust, huh? And Drew Locke <laughs> and we trust. And, and Drew Locke we trust, huh? <laughs> and when I woke up this morning and got the PFF alert that said Geno <laughs> Smith is leading the quarterback battle in Seattle, I'm just – he was right there. Malik Willis is right there, top a quarterback lot of teams, in the draft. Jacob, a lot of teams. The, I mean, what, what, the, command, what? You're, the commanders. You're telling me Carson Wentz is your guy? Yeah. Yeah. Behind Carson Wentz, you have <laughs> Sam Howell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't make it up. And the fact, you know what really pisses me off, Jacob? Uh, and I hate to, you know, everyone, uh, it's everything's about race, everything. It's, I'm sorry, but it, everything ties in. But when Mel Kuyper literally tells tells me that he's nothing more than Deshaun Watson, uh, not Deshaun, not even Deshaun Watson, sorry. <laughs> he's nothing more than Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. I kind of take offense to it hey, <laughs> because I, I, it's not true. I whatsoever. feel you. I take offense to that. But if I'm somewhere between Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick, I'm expecting to go number one overall. Thank you. <laughs> Lamar he's Jackson. No, he's nothing more than than Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. Like, thank you. Mel Kuyper eating his 15th slice like, of pumpkin pie today. Serious? Like, really? Lamar Jackson, who's literally had the Steelers, he's been spanking the Steelers' ass for the past three years? That Lamar Jackson? Oh, okay. I, I think that's the right guy. I think <laughs> yeah, that right. guy. Okay. Top but, running back in the league. Top running back in the league. But, yeah, I'm just, I'm just beside myself on that, Jacob. But biggest steal... You're not going to lie. You already said you, you kind of hinted at your biggest steal, maybe. I don't know. But I got to I gotta put mine in here first. How the hell did N'Kobe Dean fall to, to the third round? It, it How did it happen? <laughs> Somebody How got bad it, information. What, what are we doing here? But I'll Somebody tell you what, again, bad I, information. I, I kind of hinted on it earlier in the intro, Jacob. You didn't hear it, but I hinted on it. The Philadelphia Eagles are in a prime, prime, prime spot to make it to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, they are giving Jalen Hurts everything and then some. Jaylen you can't Hurts make so it up. Good. You can't make it up. 
And Jalen Hurts is balled out. He hasn't I, played bad. I'm telling you, I just hope it's not like a one-year, one-and-done thing. But N'Kobe Dean, to me, Jacob, that's a steal. I mean, damn. That's a steal to me. But go ahead. I mean, they, they say he's undersized. They say, oh, he hasn't gotten his... He hasn't gotten his uh, shoulder surgically repaired, but but who are they talking to and getting that information? Because this man comes on his own Twitter and says, "I don't know what you're talking. I'm ready to play. I right can play now. a game tomorrow, right now." Nakobe Dean, Nicobe, yeah, he's huge steal, huge steal in the draft. Honestly, you. my my biggest steal in this draft. I I went through a couple. Mm-hmm. Evan Neal at seven could have been the number one overall pick. Not wrong. I like the Giants draft too. Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame, 6'4, 220. Not wrong. The, Puzzle piece for Baltimore. Not uh, wrong. That man will be in the Hall of Fame because he's getting put into a system where he's going to be. I see why they didn't sign the Honey Badger. I see why. Okay. Uh, Going go to the Saints, apparently. But my steal, I, I wanted to get out of the first round because I thought there was a lot of talent here. My steal mm-hmm. going to the Chiefs at number 54 was Sky Moore mm. uh, out of Western Michigan. Right. Uh, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns, 95 catches this year. Uh, hard to argue against that, <laughs> lining them up next to Patrick Mahomes. You're not wrong. And how did the hell do the Chiefs trade away Tyreek Hill and get better? How the hell does that happen? How the you know when they signed Juju, I was like, all right, whatever, you know, they just got to sure. sign somebody, you know, they got to right. do. They needed they somebody do. to take over. But their they TikTok. have yeah. genuinely, genuinely improved their team on all and, fronts, and they've left themselves money. And they, they, they have keep getting better. They can. What it's going to be scary hours in Kansas City, Jacob. It's definitely going to be scary. Yeah, hours. that Sky Moore fallen into the second round, just waiting there for the Chiefs. You know, that, that guy, that guy couldn't be happier right now. Can we backtrack have- real quick, by the way? Can I just add one more thing I'm beside myself? How the hell did the Packers not draft a wide receiver in the first round again? <laughs> why Why do they hate that man so much? It's, it's a cruel joke at this point. I, I really think it's just out of spite. I think. I think the Packers actually hate Aaron Rodgers. At this I, point, I, I don't blame them. You're not wrong. Them. They're like, we'll pay you, but fuck it. <laughs> I mean, when Devontae Adams says, get me out of here. I ain't playing with this yeah. guy anymore. Yeah. And he says, all right, well, I'll just take my $50 million a year. Yeah. You know, yeah. It is I, what it is at a certain point. <laughs> it is what I, it is. I, uh, the Packers know who they have. I, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But look. Hopefully they do, because some people don't know who exactly they have. And somebody's going to be a bust, whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not, somebody's not going to, you know, become, go to the potential that they're, they're, they're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying, Jacob? So, should, we just, should we just say it on three? <laughs> go ahead. Oh, all right, let me see. Let me hear yours first. Go ahead. Okay, on three. Go ahead. Let me, okay, one, two, three. Sauce Gardner. Oh. No. Oh. All right, go ahead. Let me hear you first. Go ahead. Let me hear yours first, cuz. All right. I don't, I don't have a lot to say on this because right. there's, not, there's not a lot that he okay. did. You're not wrong. Okay. Uh, Trent Balky, mm-hmm. Jacksonville's GM. Right. So desperate. <laughs> so desperate <laughs> to prove that he is a good general manager. He reached so far. He drafted. The generational talent in the last draft. He got right. he got uh 
You got Trevor, our boy. Yeah, you Trevor got our boy Trev. Right. Then <laughs> he puts him behind a line right. that's made out of duct tape and a couple <laughs> of sticks he found on the practice field. You're not wrong. He bring he brings in he brings in Christian Kirk at twenty one million dollars a year out of Arizona. <laughs> mentioned it earlier in the show. Hilarious. <laughs> and now they said, "Oh, we got Evan Neal on board. We got we got all the offensive linemen you could ever want. Right. We, we got we got Aquanu out of NC State. <laughs> right. No, we're taking not Aiden Hutchinson. The sure thing that they're saying. <laughs> That's ready right now." He's ready. No, we're going to take Trayvon Walker because he looks the part. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before you get into your sauce garden, I wanted wanted to line this up for you. This this is going to play off it good. I got you. I'm going to tell you. I I got for sale for you. I got you a defensive back. And in 2019, he had 15 games played, 38 tackles, Mm -hmm. six interceptions, 21 passes defended. Mm Mm-hmm. Great season, All-American. Okay. 2020, he's going to put up seven games played, 19 tackles, no interceptions, five passes defended. Remember, you're, you're buying here. Yeah. 2021, he's going to play three games, six tackles, no interceptions, no passes defended. So some quick math for you. That's 73 tackles, six interceptions, 26 passes defended over three years. What? Where are you taking – where are you taking this defensive back in the draft? Mm, you, that three games you kind of lost me. That's what I was listening to. Because to me, Jacob, if I'm picking as a GM, the best av- availability is the ability to be on the field. I need you. The best ability is, the avail- is availability. Excuse me. So I need you to be on the field. So, so are you gonna take him wait, number three out of LSU? No, I knew I knew exactly Mr. who you were talking about. I knew exactly Jr., that's what I'm saying. I I, I the most I wasn't overrated gonna do it. college player. I wasn't last gonna do it. 15 years, 20 he wasn't years on the field for me. He had a he had a great he had a great freshman year. Exactly. Should have decided stopped. <laughs> he decided not to play. Yes. In the COVID year. You're right. I don't fault him. But then he came back. And he sucked. You're right. He was terrible. <laughs> You're not wrong. Then he said, let me put enough on film to prove it this year. And the Texans bit. Mm. At number three overall. It's not like the Texans were loaded up and they, they had a pick to burn here. You're not wrong. They're starting Davis Mills at quarterback. <laughs> and I couldn't tell you where Davis Mills went to college, but I can nope. tell you he's one of... Four players I can name on the Texans. Listen. That's my bust. Davis Mills. Jr. Believe it or not, Davis Mills, Davis Mills is actually, actually, believe it or not, decent. He's a decent quarterback. Believe it or not. Look at the numbers. He's all right. I want a few. If I was a betting man, <clears throat> if I was a betting man, I want a few bets on him. Anyway. Mills is okay, but Derek Stingley, I see your point, what have you, but let me get into my Sauce Gardner point. Why? People are saying Sauce Gardner's a sure thing, what have you, the next Darrell Revis to lock up the side of the field. Okay. Sauce Gardner. 
Sauce Gardner reminds me of, I'm not going to say names on this show, but reminds me of some corners that I had the pleasure of being around. Great, 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 <laughs> talented players. I've had the pleasure, Jacob. At the D2 level, D1 level, it doesn't matter. I had the pleasure of playing with some should have been NFL talent. I promise you. Now, more so at the D2 level. But more anyway, <laughs> but now. Sauce Gardner reminds me of a corner that when it's time, the lights are on and it's showtime, your prime time, what have you, you have the key matchup, this is the guy you're, you're trailing the whole game, what have you, you're locked in on film, what have you, whatever, you're locked in the whole week, you know what time it is, but on those sleeper weeks, he doesn't necessarily have the discipline. And Lewis Reddick also alluded to this on draft night. He doesn't necessarily have the discipline to come out every single game like primetime would, if you will. Where every game is showtime. It's my time right now. I got to lock it up every single time. It doesn't matter if he's a 90 overall or a fucking 70 overall. It doesn't matter. I have to lock him up. Sometimes when he goes against a 70 overall... The 70 year old overall could do the most basic fucking route and he'll actually get routed. So when I say when I need a lockdown corner and this is going to be my the face of my defense for the, for the next few years, I'm hoping at least. I would like to think that every Sunday I can count on you and not just when you're trailing DeAndre Hopkins and so on and so forth. Do you see my point, Jacob? And that's, I mean, you, you can't argue with it because he shows it when he wants to. Exactly. When they, when they get in the scoring position, mm-hmm. the man did not give up a touchdown in college. You're not wrong. On over a thousand passes defend or a thousand passes thrown his way mm-hmm. while he was on the field, he did not give up a touchdown. You're not wrong. And if you get that production every play, this man's going to be one of the greatest corners of all time. Right. Can he put it all together and do it every single play? Right. Stay focused. And he has this. And the Houston's only not reason the greatest place to get in to get to get it together because he's not going to have the greatest defense in front of him. You're not wrong. Look, I hope the best for him. And the reason he didn't get beat is Sorry, because Houston, New York, New York. Uh, yeah. And the reason he didn't get beat, we have to, we can't sleep. He has speed. Like he's very, very fast. So even when he gets beat deep, he will literally hawk you down. I respect the hell out of the man. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to get picked where he's at. I'm just saying that when we start throwing Darrell Revis type of stuff his way, <laughs> we better be very, very careful. <laughs> What we wish they wear, for. They wear the same jersey. I'm telling. Hey, we better Let's be hope that's very, not where it very, ends. <laughs> hey, if he comes to Tampa, we'll take him though. Anyway, no, it hey, didn't work out great with you Darrell. Know, <laughs> you're, not, <laughs> you're not wrong. Hey, we had an ex- we had an exciting season at least for the first half. Anyway, who Josh is, Freeman? Who Josh Freeman, we trust. Josh Freeman, we trust. Jaco, in your opinion. Overall, who put it all together this year as a team, as an organization? Who had the best draft? Per me, personally, I'm just going to throw it out there, like you said, because you already stated all the facts. I think it's the New York Jets. I personally believe the New York Jets not only found quality D linemen that are going to be the face of their franchise over these past few drafts. They have literally found their future tight end number one. 
They have literally found their future wide receiver number one. I pro they have literally found their future corner number one. They're running back. They're <laughs> running back number one. I'm telling you, they found it. And that's I believe even, in that's these That's not players. even mentioning the big boy they picked up out of Louisiana. You're not Max wrong. Mitchell. Exactly. And address the whole line at that. It, it's it's shocking. That was it seven, really is. Seven picks in the top 120. They didn't fuck it up once. Sometimes it really is that easy. <laughs> not once. <laughs> you, you just get, Sometimes it really is that easy. You're so not easy wrong. the Jets can do it. You're not wrong. But, Jacob, let me ask you, who, who put it all together in your mind? Now, we talked about, um, I think, best draft start to finish. Didn't even have to make that many picks was the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm lumping in AJ Brown here. They get AJ Brown for the 18 and the 101st. Right. And sign him lock, to a five year they deal. Lock it, they lock him up for five years. Yep. Pay the man. Uh, they, they pick up Jordan Davis, who I mm. think is a phenomenal talent Me out too. of uh, out of Georgia, and Nicobe Dean. They're in prime position. I'm telling you. Doesn't doesn't ever hurt to have some some chemistry on your defense already built in. There it ain't nothing wrong with that. It doesn't. And I Cam, believe in Jalen Hurts too. Let me just put that out. I believe in him. I don't I don't not believe in him. I, I don't not believe with time. Yeah. I, I hope I I'm just saying if they give this little one year thing like they're talking about with Tua, then I don't know about that. I don't know if he could do it in one year. But with time I promise you. I, I believe in him. And Jalen Hurts is the guy you want leading your team. Exactly. Too. I mean, the way he handled himself in college, getting benched for Tua, mm -hmm. came back, had the all-time redemption coming in and, and winning the SEC championship when Tua went down. Exactly. I mean, he made Nick Saban cry. You can't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be special. You got to be special to do that, huh? Yeah. I, start to finish, if it's not the Jets, it's the Eagles. And if it's not the Eagles, stay in the division and go to the Giants. And the mm. Giants had a heck of a draft, too. The Giants, I'll tell you what, just piggybacking off what you said. They said this in the draft, too. I'll say this, too. When the Giants were good, as much as people love to talk about, ooh, they had Eli. Oh, my God. Don't Can't get me started on that. Eli. Can't spell Don't Eli without Eli. Don't get me started on that. But... <laughs> As much as they love to give the credit to Eli, it was really the trenches. It was really the trenches on both sides of the ball. They couldn't yeah, be they couldn't be fucked with. Really, they Michael couldn't. Strahan. They <laughs> couldn't do it. So, if they're really starting to really, really dedicate themselves to the trenches, not bullshit picks like they've been doing for the past years, just you know taking guys just because they fit, they look the part type shit. You know, oh, they're a first rounder. They might as well take them. No, but. <laughs> If Maybe they Jackson's actually, yeah, if they actually, <laughs> which they looks like they did in this draft, are doing their due, 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 ah, due diligence, then they actually might have a little something. Jared, uh, Jared, I said Jared Stidham. Danny Dimes, don't know about him, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> if the turf monster stays out of his way, he might be the best, uh, best running quarterback oh, we've ever seen. <laughs> But Jacob, let's switch gears real quick. Let's switch gears because it is that time. Go ahead, bring it in one day. NBA talk, NBA talk, NBA talk. Cut it. 
We're in, we're in, we're in, we're in. Yes, sir. So, NBA talk, obviously, a lot's been happening, Jacob, in the playoffs. And I literally screamed in the intro, again, you didn't hear it, but I screamed in the intro that the Brooklyn Nets, their ass is mine in this in this segment, I promise you. I pinky promise you, I have been waiting. <laughs> I was just waiting to see if they got swept, They pro- but and they did. <laughs> You got some things I to say. was just waiting not to comment <laughs> on the series, but they got swept, and I have some things to say. Personally, Jacob, moving forward, the question is, what next? What's next for the Brooklyn Nets? What's next? What's next? <laughs> Me, right now, moving forward, Jacob, can't lie, Kyrie Irving is not getting paid this summer. Not even a lick of money. He's not seeing me. I'm not calling him. He's damn sure not calling me. (laughs) I mean, he's not seeing a dime. And if Kevin Durant wants to keep him, then we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Because I'll be damned. (laughs) If I have these two bona fide stars, and I had to pay... The whole season, this part-time player, keep in mind, Jacob, I've been on this show (laughs) saying Kyrie Irving has the best part-time job in the history of part-time jobs. I promise you, this man, sign me up, I promise you. But that's besides the point. Kyrie Irving is not seeing a dime, Jacob. Why? Because, again, the best ability is what? Availability. Availability. I need you. I need you. Now, people are going to say, well, he was there for the playoffs. Well, people don't understand the regular season is building camaraderie and chemistry. So in the playoffs, we don't get swept. <laughs> that is literally the purpose of the regular season. You are not so, getting an argument from me when it comes to If I want to Irving. see you halfway through the season... And we get to the series, we get to the final, uh, the first round, first round, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we get to the first round and get swept. And we have two of the most generational talents ever to pick up a basketball. We have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Now that's enough of Kyrie Irving. I'm done. Ben Simmons, <laughs> you're not done. <laughs> Where the hell? It's Ben Simmons. I'll tell you where he's you, at. You know damn well I'll where tell he you was because he couldn't miss his You couldn't miss him. It was where, Where's Waldo, but way, way easier. <laughs> I promise had to, you. Had to make sure he sat in the middle of that bench, too. Ben Simmons. Now, people, I've been on the show. You know I love athletes and their mental health. I'll scream it to the top For of sure. the rooftops. I For promise sure. you. I'll be, I'll, I'll be the first one. But... When you're in a business and literally a team trades for you and they ask one thing, one thing, are you ready to play basketball (laughs) before we pay you this money? Are you ready to play the game of basketball? And you tell me yes. I expect you to be there. Now, if I'm resting you, for halfway through the series, I expect.
especially expect you to be ready. Prime and ready. I mean, I expect you to literally be the first one at the fucking, at the fucking arena. Before the, before the people who, who, who fucking clean up right, trash is there. Yeah, exactly. We want you waiting to get let in. Literally. I need you there. And you're going to literally send a message to me that I have a mental block? Hell no. I mean, yeah, hell no. Yeah. You're not. You're not right. <laughs> hell no. I mean, so what's next for the Brooklyn Nets? I don't know. Make sure KD is happy. But if KD, if KD being happy KD means Kyrie, fuck that. It's not enough. You're not wrong. But that's, that's just my that's, opinion. That's, 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 I, I love Kevin Durant. Top right. scorer in the league. The man gets points when he wants them. Mm. The way Boston played defense on Kevin Durant, they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> And you we'll, can't we'll make get, it we'll up. It. That, but they got him going. And Kevin Durant's not the guy who's going to get fired up by that. Kevin Durant's the guy who's going to fold on that. And that, that's what Brooklyn needs. I, Kevin Durant has the argument for being the best player in the league. Kevin Durant is not the guy who is going to get your team going and lead you through the game. It's just not going to happen. The most fired up, the only person that brought any energy to the Nets – and you're going to laugh when I say this. The only person who looked like they wanted to win that series was fucking Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin! <laughs> Blake Griffin. And Blake here, Griffin. Blake Griffin. And he fouled out. of Was it game three or game four? Game it's been four. He fouled out of game he four. Saved, he actually low-key saved them from getting blown out game three. And that... <laughs> Blake Griffin had to save Blake, the day. <laughs> Blake Griffin ain't it. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's. This, this team had James Harden, mm. Kyrie Irving, mm -hmm. Kevin Durant. <laughs> and they haven't won. Seth they, Curry. Seth Curry. Andre, Andre Drummond. Drummond. <laughs> I mean. We and literally definitively said, hey, you guys won the trade, by the way. We, everyone, definitively said, hey, Brooklyn won the trade, by the way. Like Addition by subtraction, you get rid literally, of James Harden. But everyone and their mom said, but what did I say, Jacob? I don't know if you listened to it, but I literally said it. I said, literally, if these, <laughs> if they do not win a championship, destroy the whole thing right now. Blow it up. And right at the top. You, now. You, you have to get a real coach. Steve Nash isn't the answer. How about we get a coach who has coaching, we call it experience. How about we get that first, Jaco? How about we get that? But DeAndre, you're, you're forgetting. You're forgetting the most important. Oh, he was an analyst. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> oh, what, not what? even that. You're what forgetting that? the most important factor that goes into hiring a professional, professional coach. What's sports. that? What's that? That man was white as hell. <laughs> Steve Nash. Steve Nash. The next they incoming just, of Jerry West. <laughs> they decided that that man should be given the most talented roster in the history of basketball. Without a lick of coaching experience. <laughs> not, a, not, not, not a lick? Not, 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 <laughs> not coaching his sons, Jacob. <laughs> not like if he had AAU experience, I would have and shut we, up. And we talk about fire. We talk about they need somebody to get them fired up. It ain't Steve Nash. It's not it. 
That wasn't him when he played. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> so how do we expect it from him as a coach? They should offer every single thing that they have mm-hmm. and get Kevin Durant back with Draymond Green. I know they don't like each other. Mm. I know Golden State will never give him up. Mm. And they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. He's the most important piece on their team. We're going to get wrong. into that too. Not wrong. But Draymond Green was the only person I ever saw get Kevin Durant mad to the point where he said, oh, oh, really? I'm going to go out there and prove it. Right. And he did. <laughs> yeah, and he did. And somebody got in his head and said, you're going to let him disrespect Yeah. You? He got in his feelings on Twitter. Mm. He went and met up with Kyrie at the All-Star game, and here we are now. You're not wrong. Here, I don't know where my, the here, – Here was my note for Ben Simmons. Right. I said, this man is so full of shit <laughs> that his initials are BS. What we expect, Tom? What they expect? <laughs> he's it's telling us. Yeah, it's in the name. He's literally telling us, like, "Hey, I'm full of shit." And how are you gonna? How are you gonna sit there, look like a clown in the middle of the bench, right? And, and then go home and hop on Call of Duty. Stay home. After your team just lost. After your team just lost. And then tell me, and then hey, has the has the mental capacity to be in COD lobbies, but not an NBA game. Don't lie to me, Ben. (laughs) Don't lie to me. As as an advocate, as an advocate for mental health, the worst place that man could be would be in a Call Uh, of Duty lobby. Those eleven-year-olds are mean. I'm telling you, their parents aren't paying attention, and they know who Ben Simmons is too. Mm -hmm. They're gonna hit him where it hurts. They are going to get him where it hurts your coat. They definitely are. So, Jacob, I also have to ask you. Because, personally, I'm very excited that the Memphis Grizzlies pulled it out. They got through. Damn it. Because they were about to scare the hell. I promise you. I was like, please, not to the Timberwolves. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact. Please, not to Carl Anthony Towns. That's oh, who specifically. I thought you were going Pat Bev. No, no, no. I actually low-key respect Pat Bev in a certain weird way. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> in a certain weird, at yeah, least he tries. Yeah, way. at least he tries. Like, he gives, <laughs> he's a dog. Like, what? He, he's he's doing his job. Like, he's a menace. That's his job on the team, That's to be a menace. You know what I mean? somebody off. Carl Anthony Towns, he's just been playing soft for years. So, you know, this is the only year I felt somewhat bad for him because of everything he's went through. Anyway. For sure, for sure. So. The Grizzlies, my sleepers this year. I said they would make it to the Western Conference Finals, but they had to go through this team, Jacob. I said it. I said they had to go through the Golden State Warriors, and it's finally come. Obviously, they dropped game one yesterday. They did it. Whatever. It is what it is. They could have won. They showed resilience. They showed that they can answer when Golden State answers, which was huge for me to see. Now, I have to ask you, Jacob, because I do believe. Do you believe that the Memphis Grizzlies can beat the very, very, very great Golden State Warriors? I'll never say never. Mm. What's it going to take? I think it's a six-game. If it's not a six-game, it's a seven-game series. Okay. I don't think the Grizzlies are making that around to I don't think it's happening. Because, okay. and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because the Warriors are, 
the single luckiest team in the NBA mm-hmm. against any other team. I'm not convinced that that John Morant layup at the buzzer doesn't go down. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't get a foul. Mm-hmm. That two missed free throws in the final seconds to put you up three, that that doesn't cost you the game. Mm. And I'm not convinced that they can overcome Steph, Clay, and the man that they tripped into with the 28th pick in the draft, hmm. Jordan Poole. No wrong. Breakout star of the playoffs. I mean, Not you wrong. got Ja, you got Jason Tatum, who, I mean, he's been around for a few years now and just keeps proving it. But Jordan Poole mm. coming off the bench with starter ability. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you, hold on. Did I just hear you group Jordan Poole in with John Moran and is he, are you saying he's like Trey Young and Luca in that group? Jason Tatum? Hold I'm on. I'm saying he's putting up the numbers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Continue. <laughs> continue. Go ahead. And I'm saying he's still playing. Continue. Go ahead. <laughs> Sometimes all you got to do is end up on the right team. Mm, Touche. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying if you swap Luca and Jordan Poole that the Mavs are making the playoffs. Mm, okay. I'll say if you swap Jordan Poole with Trey Young, they're probably not too far from okay, where they're not at. You're not. You're not wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. I re- okay. But but All but right. the Warriors, mm-hmm. the way they're playing defense right now. Right. Clay looks like he hasn't missed a beat. Right. I mean, the man's knocking down clutch shots. He's playing his defense like he always has. Mm-hmm. And they won that game without, without Draymond, Draymond Green in the second Green. half. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. He actually came from behind without yeah. Draymond Green. Yeah, not half. wrong. That was actually, that was actually, I was going to say, the only thing that scared me about that loss. Other than a morale victory, yeah. okay? Other than a morale victory, losing without, when they didn't have Draymond, that's gonna. That's impressive. That was the game. That was the game to win. <laughs> that was the game to win. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it goes six at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they lose on their home court again. Okay. Um, but it's gonna be a fun one to watch, and it, it, I think every game's gonna be like last yesterday's game, right? Where they all go buzzer to buzzer to buzzer. I mean. Hmm. Okay. I'm biased. I, yeah. I, I gotta. I gotta tell you, I like the Warriors. I, okay. I've liked the Warriors since. Okay. Well, since I started to win, because yeah. I used to be a Magic fan. You know that. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> and we know how that went on. <laughs> yep. I'm still haven't gotten any offers in my free agency that I announced okay. on Twitter, but I'm holding out. It can happen. It can happen. Keep the hope. Al- keep the dream it's, alive. <laughs> the Warriors are fun to watch. Yeah. Can't deny that. The Grizzlies are fun to watch. If I could just watch this game until the middle of June, Mm -hmm. I would take it because this, this, it's, it's, it's it's just good basketball. It is. It's both teams want to win and it's just, it's just fun to watch. This is going to be a great series. You're not wrong. Let's switch over to the other side of the league, Jay, because there's also some great series on that side of the league. Of course, when we look at, Milwaukee getting a 1-0 series lead on Boston, of course. And then we look at uh, Miami and Philly about to tip off tonight. Out of those four teams, Jacob, out of those four powerhouses in the East, 
Who do you feel most confident in coming out victorious as Eastern Conference champions right now? If you had to pick it up right now. And before yesterday, my answer was Boston. Mm. I, I, I liked the way they were playing defense. Right. I thought they were going to get their man back and get even better on defense. The way that they just bullied Kevin Durant around the floor. Right. I was impressed. Me too. But I forgot about Giannis. You sure? Mm. And you can't. You can't do it. How do you forget about a seven-foot unicorn? <laughs> I don't know. You can't do it. But here's why you do forget about him. It's because he's the most lovable guy in the league. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> this, guy, this guy will drop 50 on you. And he'll literally give you a hug. on your head and yeah. flex on you. And then he's going through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru just impressed that he can order 30 nuggets. I, I love him. 50, and 50 nuggets. What he, what he did to Jason Tatum yesterday. Right. It was mean. <laughs> Bullying, if you will. Jason, Jason Tatum tried to play him like he did KD, bumping into him hitting him hard and getting away with fouls. And Giannis put this man in the spin cycle. He, he had this man stumbling across, looking like he was about to fly through outer space like that meme. It was... <laughs> it was... <laughs> and bear oh in mind that God. they're playing without Middleton still. Right, which is very scary. Look, it, 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 That game wasn't close... At any point. Look, I'm going to be the first one to say it right here. I didn't believe in Milwaukee. Still have my doubts about Milwaukee. Why? Because I feel like I don't. They're a great team, though, Jacob. But for some reason, you know, like for some reason, I look at I look at them on paper. Right. Grayson Allen. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> like, <laughs> Drew Holiday. Obviously, he's bona fide, whatever. Brooke Lopez, Bobby you know, Portis. <laughs> Bob, yeah, like, no DiVincenzo anymore at that. But somehow, <laughs> they're still dominating teams. And it's literally on a team, on a team uh, uh, effort, if you will. It's not just Giannis. Giannis had an off night. He had 17 points. <laughs> he had an off night. and But yet. They still dominated in a fashion we haven't really seen. I mean, damn. <laughs> now, Boston, I don't think they're going to play like that again the rest of the series. I think series. Boston played their worst game. Yeah, I think they played like their worst game. I don't think they're going to play at that again the series. But they're not, get, they're not getting swept. A team. We're talking about physicality. A team that doesn't steer away from physicality. And, in fact, a team that I think is about to go out here and sweep. <laughs> sweep Philly capital S on that I believe that the Miami Heat are very 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 hungry for a championship this year Jacob I think they're hungry I'm not gonna it. lie to you Jacob I've been on the Miami Heat coming out of the east ever since I realized that they were first in the east and they didn't have they weren't playing without Jimmy Butler they were playing without P.J. Tucker. They were playing without Bam Adebayo. They were playing without Hero. They were playing without Duncan Robinson. The whole, damn near the whole season. I didn't even know. <laughs> and yet, they cruise. Not, not, I'm talking about cruise. 
to a first seed in the East, you can't sleep on it. Can't sleep on when you can go. You gotta give when you can go. You're not wrong. And Pat Riley, damn Pat Riley is a hell of a goat owner, GM, coach, whatever you want to put him in. He's a goat. Damn it. (laughs) But you cannot when you can go 12 deep on a bench in the NBA. That is a scary sight, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Butler arguably is the MVP of these playoffs if you're really watching. This man is dominating right now. He's not taking a night off. I mean, this man is dominating like it's the finals again. Damn. So, the Miami Heat, personally, I feel the most comfortable with, especially because they're versing Philly. (laughs) Especially Philly without Joel Embiid. It's a sweep. It's a sweep. It's a sweep. <laughs> Philly, Philly without Embiid. James Harden ain't that guy. Oh, I promise you they're, they're, they're licking their chops tonight, Jacob, to send a message. Of course they are. They are licking they are. their chops tonight to send a message to James Harden. I promise you. I feel bad for James oh. Harden tonight. I hope he's ready for what's about to happen tonight. Because they are about to swarm. You think what they did to Trey Young was bad. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, he's about to have two blood clots in his eyes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and who, and who, who's your third man? I mean, is it, is it Danny Green? Oh, and let's not let's not forget that Maxi has been playing be- better than James Harden. <laughs> like, Maxi has James been Harden. playing better than James, James Harden, Harden. If I may. Go ahead. Should have okay. never left. <laughs> The city of Houston. Never, ever, ever and been grateful for what he had. Because we all knew. <laughs> we all knew what was happening there. We all knew that D'Antonio said jack up shots. Put up, put up 15, 20 three-pointers a game. Go, go get yours. We need you. Good. When, you're at, when you're MVP. <laughs> yeah. Literally, essentially, what happened? I wasn't, I wasn't fooled. Were you fooled? Not even a little. <laughs> Then the man ate himself out of town. Oh, they he were got t- so he he got so fat. <laughs> put on the suit. <laughs> he put on the suit, and then he hopped off the plane to New York. Hey, I'm telling you, it looked like he just got out of the sauna. I'm telling you, but the only thing he sweat out was his talent because <laughs> he can still he can still put up a couple points here and there. But James Harden, and it's the reason he never got it done in Houston. I'm t- listen. It's plain as that. People wanted to blame. People wanted to blame Chris Paul. Stop it. (laughs) People wanted to blame Chris Paul. Stop it. Stop. Point guard. (laughs) Like stop. (laughs) Please stop. Please stop. But Jacob, damn it, I appreciate you, my boy. I appreciate you. It's been a hell of a ride, man. It's been a hell of a ride. Definitely gonna have (laughs) you back on the show. Appreciate you, my boy, and we'll definitely be watching these playoffs closely, closely. Not as closely as Kevin Durant, obviously, though. We'll be back, though. We'll no, not, be not back. Not as close as LeBron. My man's <laughs> laying it down on Twitter. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But we'll be back. We'll be back with more Jaco. I appreciate you, my boy. Blessings, of course. We'll be back with some more of the glass ceiling. Yep. Yeah.
player Give me some brew and I might just chill But I'm the type that likes to light another joint like Cypress Hill I still do be spit loogies when I puff on it I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough on it Go get the S-T-I-D-E-S Nevertheless, I'm hella fresh Rolling joints like a cigarette So pass it across the table like ping pong I'm gone, beating my chest like King Kong we're back we're back we're back gotta love jacob huh great insight damn it gotta love that guy Jacob. love it here love it here love it here with some more of the glass on and it is justice hour damn it because a lot of people like me of course need some justice. and for this justice hour i'm gonna keep it plain and simple and short to be honest with you but oh, we're going to play a game too. I want you guys to tell me the difference between these three simple statements. Ready? They should just shut up and dribble. Just another black guy. And Malik Willis is another Lamar and Michael Vick type. End of quotation. What's the difference between all those three? I'll tell you. Not a fucking thing. Just undisclosed, hidden ignorance. I'm being very nice by using the word ignorance in this. Okay? Hidden, underlined, ignorance. Now, I'm not going to say Mel Kuyper is racist. No, but I will say he's an ignorant, ignorant man. And he's ignorant as hell. I've heard Mel Kuyper say some bullshit before. Plenty and plenty of times, especially when it comes to black quarterbacks. But ladies and gentlemen, for this Justice Hour, I'm just pointing out how in media or in everyday life, white people, yes, white people, will literally come up to you or, you know, be around you and say undisclosed, ignorant, racist things. Now, in their mind, because they didn't say the word nigga <laughs> they think they are not racist in their mind because they didn't say call you a boy or that gal over there they are not racist in their mind because they do not walk around with a confederate flag they are not racist but ladies and gentlemen you and i both know especially if you listen to this show religiously you and i both know that there's this thing called ignorance and ignorance is as big as racism because it's the same fucking thing it's all tied in together if you will now that comment by mel kuyper as i said earlier jacob i wasn't gonna say all that right then and there because i was saving it for this specific segment but that comment by mel kuyper shows me ladies and gentlemen that if you play quarterback and you happen to be African-American. And you happen to possess the one trait of running and passing the football. I mean, you can be, you can literally pass the ball 80% of the time and run for 20. But hell, you will be labeled a running quarterback. Hell, you will be run, labeled an athlete before a quarterback. Now. Me and Jacob both touched on it. If Mel Kuyper, if you're saying that Malik Willis is just nothing more than Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson, sign me up. I was praying the Bucks took him anyway. 
But damn. You mean Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick who revolutionized the game? You mean Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick, MVPs of the league? You mean Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick who literally have thrown to countless and countless wide receivers that couldn't catch the ball for shit, but for some reason they got the blame? Those two players. You mean Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick who... People want to get on Michael Vick's ass for fighting some dogs, but as soon as they hear something about rape, they turn the other way. Those two players? No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to just simply point it out. It's called underlined ignorance, and it's literally stupid as fuck, and it's literally happening in media every day and life every single day. So I want you to literally walk around, ladies and gentlemen, have your ears and your eyes open. Because some of you have probably just been dull or blind or deaf or whatever it is to the bullshit. But literally just take this week. Take this week. And open your eyes and ears and listen very, very, very closely to what people say to you. That was my take. That was my justice hour. That's all I got for you. Damn it, I love it here. I love it here. I love it here. But you know who probably doesn't love it here? You know who's probably around the corner probably telling me? Calm down. Won't do it, Karen. Shan't do it, Karen. Will forever refuse to do it, Karen. Karen of the week, damn it. Love it. This week's Karen of the week is none other than, damn it, the United States of America. You can't make it up. The whole fucking country. The whole fucking country's a Karen. Ken, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Why, Dre? What'd they do this time? Well, I'm glad you asked. I know we all know about Wade versus uh, Roe versus Wade, Wade versus Roe, whomever versus whomever. It's really the United States of America, the people of the United States of America, got to be more specific, versus the 1%. It's really always been that way, but now we just have it on paper for everyone to see, I guess. Ladies and gentlemen, not going to get into the details. I'll be lying if I said I'll, I sit up here and know every single detail of the damn document. Don't. But I do know a simple, plain fact. Old, rich, white men. Old, white men. White men are simply trying to control women. That's all I know right there. That's all I need to know. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we live in what? One big fat ass Karen. And what people don't understand is when we make these laws and decisions or overturn <laughs> laws and decisions made for, you know, the better of people, that can only benefit one people. 1% of people, literally, it can only mean one thing. Somebody's just racing it up. Somebody's carrying it up, canning it up. Somebody's doing it behind the scenes. But you know, we have those in America who believe they still care about me, knowing damn well they don't. But for some reason, they, they have convinced themselves. That I too 
am a part of the 1%. They have convinced themselves, ladies and gentlemen, they literally can look around and see they're not a part of the 1%. But trust and believe they're probably right next to you. They're not just coincidence people. Shout out to the coincidence people out there. They're not just coincidence people, ladies and gentlemen. They're probably your neighbor right now. They're probably literally sitting in the car with you right now. Just ask them how they view it. You can't make it up. And you know what's really, really, really wild about it? There's women who actually agree with it. But that's not my place to say it is what it is. I'm just saying. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. Because next thing you know, the United States of America will literally, literally, literally be killing women. And they'll be telling you to, Calm down. but you can't do it. Calm down. You shouldn't do it. Calm down. And you shan't do it. Damn it, I love you here. Go ahead and bring it in for Adversity talk. Adversity talk. Adversity talk. Go ahead, bring that down. Bring that down. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I know I get up here every single week and say this country's going to hell in a handbasket. But ladies and gentlemen, we are about to get Amazon overnight shipping there. I promise you the way we're going. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, damn. Wake up every single freaking day and something's new, ain't it? So that leaves you. I know I come up here every week and say, what are you doing to make your dreams a reality? I know I come up here every week challenging you to do something in your life. Well, ladies and gentlemen, speak the fuck up. How about that? How about let the, let that be the challenge this week? Speak the fuck up people genuinely believe that the united states government doesn't work for us now as much as corruption and as much as bullshit happens and as much as as much as is entangled in that believe it or not they actually still work for us so ladies and gentlemen if you are pissed off in the current state your country is in Although I would say writing a little letter to your senators, whatever, little bullshit, whatever, they, they might not care. It's time to write some heavily worded letters, ladies and gentlemen. Heavily worded emails, heavily worded voicemails, heavily worded, damn it. And I pray to God, if you've learned one thing on this show, you've known how to, you've learned how to curse somebody out in the name of justice. That's all you need. That's all you need to do. That's your challenge this week, damn it, ladies and gentlemen. Speak the hell up. Because right now, well, not just right now, it's been. But ex especially right now. Lives depend on it, damn it. Lives depend on it. And you can't make this shit up. Love it here, love it here, love it here, love it here. Go ahead and cut that for me, Mr. Mr. Organist. Go ahead and cut that for me.
Go ahead. We made it through another. I said cut it, damn it. Made it through another week, ladies and gentlemen. Can't wait to hear you, to see, hear all that, your beautiful voices and faces next week. We'll be back. We'll be back, of course, next week with some more of the glass ceiling. You know I love it here, and I damn sure know you do too. Take us out, Big Papa. Let's go. And as always, stay black. Stay blessed. Stay beautiful. I love it here. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey e. B, Kick Capri. Funk Master Flex, Love Bug Star Ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number.